Welcome to the City Hills Church Sermon Podcast. We hope that the message today helped you encounter God, love people, and discover purpose. For more information about who we are as a church, head over to cityhillschurchsd.com. If you would like to partner with us financially, click the Give button at the top of the homepage on our website. And now, let's jump right into the message. Well, what's up, church? We're so glad that you are here with us today. And obviously, it looks a little different than what it normally does online. And it's because we have one of my favorite people in the world. We have a guest that's going to be hanging out with us. But before I introduce you to him, I just wanted to take time, maybe for those of you who are just hopping on today, which uh, thanks for joining us on Valentine's Day. Like you, you have plenty of other things you could be doing today, but uh, we're stoked that you're with us. Uh, but we are in a series called Intentions, and it's this idea that we're trying to close the gap between our intentions and our actions, that we start our relationships, our marriages. We, we do all of this with this big idea and all these intentions of what we want it to look like. But man, sometimes it just doesn't play out that way. And so we want to help you in this series, uh, just strengthen that marriage relationship. And maybe these are principles you take into your friendship or with your family as well. And so to help us out today, I know in the host, we gave you a little bit of a heads up, but we're hanging out with, again, one of my favorite people, Dave Willis. He is the uh, podcast director of the Naked Marriage podcast and the Naked Marriage book. He and his wife do this stuff together. Um, and yeah, they, they, I just feel like you guys have like a full arsenal of Naked Marriage stuff rolling out, a new book that's coming out. Like we need t-shirts. I really think you need to go ahead and like brand some condoms. I think it would be a huge seller for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'd be the only ministry in the United yeah. States probably with, uh, with, with branded birth control. Uh, That's right. <laughs> I'll, I'll run that idea by the team and we'll just, we'll see what happens. But, <laughs> but it's fun. You know, Ashley wishes she could, she could be here with me today. We, we both love you and Lauren and your church and your, uh, your family and, you know, City Hills Church, we love you guys. We feel like we're part of the family. Can't wait till we can all hang out in person. But right. in the meantime, I'm excited to, to be here getting to do this today. No, absolutely. And so Dave and Ashley, they work for an organization that the whole goal is to help people in their marriages and, and in their relationships. And so uh, we've got some of the best advice and, and experts on the planet and they travel around the country and, and the world even to share some of these principles and truths that they've learned from God about our relationship. So we, we are super excited about it. So today is actually all about intentional sex. And so I know for some of you, the kids are normally around watching this. This might be a day that you send them up to the room and let them, uh, let them watch cartoons for a little while. But uh, there's so many important things that we need to talk about, especially as followers of Jesus, is as we get to dig into this a little bit. But before we jump straight into that, uh, because we have the opportunity, I wanted to give Dave the opportunity to just share with us maybe your top three intentional practices or principles to a healthy marriage. I know you could give us a million, but like boil it down to your top three conversations that you have and, and all of that. So share that with us today as we kick off. Absolutely. And I think just being intentional, you know, you've been using that word intentional. I think that, you know, I'll, I'll share three, but 
that intentionality is such a big part of whatever you're doing in your marriage. And a lot of times when a marriage gets off course, it's because we lose sight of being intentional and we just get on autopilot and we're not doing those things that are going to help our marriage move forward. And so if you want to keep your marriage moving forward, be intentional about several things, but I'll, I'll give you three. Number one is communicate. You got to communicate about everything. Communication does for a marriage what breathing does for your lungs. I mean, it's the yeah. fuel, it's the lifeline. And so you got to just talk and not just sharing kind of the, uh, you know, who's picking up which kid and what do we have on right. the for this week, you know, and of course you're going to talk about that step too, but really talk about like, 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 how are you doing? And, you know, how, how are you feeling? What are we, what are we dreaming about together? You know, we actually, and I try to go on a walk um, every day when, if we can. And, and some of our best conversations happen just going on a walk, getting some exercise, getting right. outside, and all of a sudden it's easier to talk. So that's, that's one. Number two, especially if you have kids, um, I would say prioritize a date night on your calendar. Yeah. Uh, and maybe it looks a little bit different right now still with, you know, a lot of stuff closed down and, you know, we're still dealing with the pandemic, but you can get creative and, and make that time together a priority, a time together without kids you know we love our kids but but one of the best gifts you can give your kids is a strong marriage and right. uh, giving them an example of what you know what a marriage can look like because a lot of kids are growing up they don't want to get married and it's because they never saw a healthy marriage at home right. but if you'll be intentional about modeling that for them it's really a gift to them and then three i'd say you know pray with and for each other you know you might be the only person in your spouse's life who prays for them every day. And that's a sacred responsibility. Yeah. So pray for them. And in doing that, it's like God changes our own perspective and softens our own heart. And then in addition to praying for your spouse, like pray together, even, even if it's quick, even if it's just kind of grabbing hands at the end of the day and, and thanking the Lord for, you know, what he's done that day and asking him to keep, continue to guide your right. steps. Those, those simple acts of, of kind of coming to God together. Um, I think do so much to strengthen a marriage. And so there, I could give you like a, a hundred item list, but you asked for three, those are three. If you start with those three things, I think you'll be on the right track. You may have written a, a book or two that'll give us a couple more of those. Right, right, yeah. Feel <laughs> free to pick, pick one of those up today. For sure. I, I think one of the ones that Lauren and I talk about the most is that communication element, because what we've seen, and I'm sure you've seen it as well, is the majority of times, what couples are communicating is exactly what you said, either the details of the day or a fight. It's like, it, there's not a whole lot of middle ground between it. It's like, we're either arguing about something or we're just trying to figure out how we're gonna keep the kids alive to the end of the day or <laughs> figure out how we're not gonna spend more than we bring in. And it, it's just like details or this emotional thing. And if we can find a way to to bridge that gap with that daily communication or, or the communicating at date night for, for Lauren and I, because we work in separate places now and we have kids and all that. The, the moment she gets home, the kids, the girls want her and they, they want all of her attention and they want to go ride the scooters and it's just yeah. chaos. And then it's dinner and then it's bath time. And so for us, we really carve out a lot of time at, on our date night every Friday night that, Hey, listen, this is our chance to kind of catch our breath and actually like catch up on each other. Like, how are you doing? How, what's, what's going on outside of just the details of the day? I think that's been huge for us. 
Um, yeah, it's a great, great habit to, to keep doing. I love it. Yeah. So the second thing today is if someone, if someone came to you, you were getting done with a speech or they're emailing you or they write into the podcast and they say, Dave, I want to be more intentional in my sex life. How would you answer that question? How would you even begin to process that? And, and understanding that some of the people listening today are Jesus followers and, and others aren't. They're, they're still trying to figure out this faith journey. How would you communicate to those different groups if they were to ask you that question? And it's, it's a great question. And I could spend, you know, a month just talking about nothing else but, but this because, you know, sex is such a powerful and important issue. It's been like sabotaged and derailed by our culture yeah. in so many ways. And, and, um, and because of that, it's like people don't even know what is it supposed to look like, right? I mean, what, what's it supposed sure. to be? Because the people shouting the loudest about what sex is supposed to be are the ones, you know, creating pornography or pushing a very specific agenda of, of what sex should look like, you know, with political messages attached or, you know, or they're just pushing it as a commodity to sell for entertainment. And we got to remember God made sex. Like it was his right. idea. And the world doesn't own it. Satan doesn't own it. Like God made it. And what a gift it is. But he made it so powerful that when it's misused, it can have powerful repercussions. And so yeah. because of that, like most every person has some form of sexual baggage when they come into marriage, even if they come into marriage as a virgin, we can have sexual baggage just from the mindsets that we were taught about what sex is. Maybe we were taught it's like something dirty, something we don't talk about, and there's like shame attached to it. We can have um, sexual baggage from just things that we've seen, you know, on, on TV or otherwise, you know, I, as a, as a teenager, you know, I, I fell into pornography and I, you know, talk and write a lot about this. So I won't make this a porn talk, but that did so much to create baggage sure. related to sex. And it's a, it's a rampant issue today. And if you're struggling with that, um, you know, get, get help. There's, there's, there's accountability software, you, but you also need to talk to somebody. You need to tell your spouse, you need to, you need to confess it and agree with God that it's a sin and not just harmless entertainment like our world says. So there are all these things that kind of create baggage. And so I think that you and your spouse have to talk together honestly about what are those things in your life and in mine that maybe had created some baggage as it relates to sex Yeah, that we, we never really talked through. And maybe it's expectations that we had that, that came from, not really from the Bible, but from these false fantasies we saw acted out on, on TV or on a computer screen, or maybe it's regret over decisions that, that right. we may have made re related to sex, or maybe it's inadequacy about feeling like I don't even like my body. You know, I don't, how do I be comfortable making love to my spouse when I'm right. self-conscious, but your marriage, why we call everything we do the naked marriage is that first couple was naked and unashamed. God wants us to have that kind of intimacy and that kind of, connection with one another and it's not just physical nakedness but it's the nakedness emotionally and mentally saying I don't right. have any secrets right and so communicating about everything um and not just in the bedroom but being able to talk about your sex life on a walk or over breakfast right um is one of the best ways to be intentional and really asking real questions like what would how would it look different if 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 our sex life was everything that it could be and everything God wanted it to be, you know, would we be doing it more often? Would, would there be certain, you know, just how would it, how would it look different? And not saying that in a way to like make your spouse feel that 
you're unhappy or something with sure. something you're not doing. But you got to be able to talk about it. And most couples don't really talk about it. Most couples yeah. aren't really satisfied with their sex life. And at the same time, they don't really ever talk about it. And so if you want to be intentional, it's a really long answer to say, if you want to be intentional, then really just talk about it. And, and you might be surprised with what happens as a result. I think that's, I think that's so true that it's one of the things that we probably, I know, especially for men, and this is not just, it's, it's, I know it's probably equally as much for women as well. I think we always assume that guys think about sex more than women do, but that's not true. Uh, but it's probably something that we think about the most, but it's something we talk about the least. And, and I think that's so incredibly true so for, for you, I, I think that that was such a great question. You know, what, what would it look like? Ideally, what would it, what would it be more? What, it, what would it look like? How would the day play out? You know, I, speak to some of those things that you've experienced in, in doing this podcast and the feedback that you've seen. What are some of the things that, that play into that? Maybe the unhealthy side of it, but also some of the healthy principles that have, have yeah. guided the. Well, I mean, for the healthy side of it, like communicate, like we already said, mm -hmm. I mean, practically, um, you know, prioritize, you know, your own physical health as much as possible. Because if you're, if you're taking care of, of yourself, I'm not saying you have to look like an underwear model or something, but if you're <laughs> taking care of yourself, and I, I don't just mean in terms of like, like superficially how you look, but you'll have more energy, right? Sure. I think a lot of times uh, couples, th their sex life kind of goes downhill because they're just so busy and they're so tired and they're yeah. really not prioritizing their own physical health and not just for the sake of trying to have abs, which I've never had, right. but for <laughs> just saying, I want to have some energy so that, that we can, we can really prioritize that and, and, and make that a priority. And then beyond that, like be intentional about doing it often. You know, you put a date night on the calendar, maybe, maybe put sex on the calendar. That doesn't mean it can't happen spontaneously too, but right. pretty much everything in my life that is important is scheduled in some capacity, right? right. So like make that a priority and maybe with date night, here's a little, here, here's, a, here's a, a, a tip that we discovered by accident. Maybe this is too much information, but, but uh, I love it. Like on, on date night, like have sex first, instead of at the end, right? Hey. It's like at the end, maybe you're tired, you know, you're stressed, there's all this pressure, like, right. oh, is, is it gonna happen? Because now we're feeling tired. But if you start out that way, then right. it's gonna be the most chill, connected, <laughs> right? right? It's just, I mean, so give that a try, you know, mix things up. It doesn't have- You got to, all the good chemicals flowing. Yeah, everything's all the good. It doesn't have to always be the last thing at the very end of the day when both of you are just so tired right. but maybe what would it look like if we gave our best energy to it maybe maybe we you know connect on a lunch break sometimes you know maybe we start the day that way sometimes and what would that look like and just being open to saying we want to give each other our best not just sex sexually but in every way and so how would how would our day and our week and our schedule be reordered if we were willing to do that being intentional about our sex life yeah, I, I'm listening to the podcast recently. I know this this year you guys have started with a, a new emphasis and a new book. Um, that's that's all about that. That it's more than 
you know, just the nakedness of marriage, but the, the total health. And, and what are some of the things that you're seeing with that, that has really, that you feel like God's really put on your heart that you guys are trying to communicate. You don't have to give away the whole book, but you know, just what, what are some of those things that you're seeing that really play into the health of your total relationship, you, your physical, the communication, what else helps with that? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, like, like you said, Danny, Naked Marriage Podcast, we're doing a whole series on naked and healthy. Um, and it's, it's based on this book. I actually have it, not to do a shameless plug, but yeah, there it is. Boom. Just comes out like right now, Valentine's weekend. It's like just, just coming out. Um, and like, I, I'm not ashamed to like promote stuff like this because all of the proceeds from all these books, they go straight back into the ministry. You yeah. know, our nonprofit Christian ministry of XO marriage, it, it all just supports that. And, yeah. but I'm really excited about the book and the message of it because I really believe that when Jesus said, I've come to give you a full and abundant life, like he wants us to be at our best. He yeah. wants us to be healthy mentally, physically, and spiritually and healthy in our marriage. And in the work Ashley and I do, what we found is that when two people are committed to being as healthy as they can be, you know, being um, mindful of their own health, mindful of their spouse's health, like it creates an opportunity for the marriage to be healthier too. And for right. both of them individually and together to really live that, you know, that full and abundant life that Christ has for us. And that doesn't mean that's not like a health and wealth thing where God never wants you to ever get, you're never going to get sick. Sure. Never gonna, sure. That's not at all what we're saying. Cause some of the strongest marriages have, you know, one spouse who has debilitating illness and other, and you serve each other through that. But right. when you're just committed to living as healthy as you can, um, you're, you're opening yourself up for all that God has for you. Yeah. And so that's really what the book's about. I and mean, we share a lot of our own struggles because mm-hmm. we've made a lot of dumb mis- decisions with, with our, our health. We've, you know, we've also struggled with things, you know, with like mental health things, like anxiety, depression, right. physical health things um, that just happen that aren't, that sometimes they're a result of poor lifestyle choices, sometimes aren't. Um, and then spiritual health too. And, and we talk about how all three of those things are like three, three legs on a table. You need all three of them to really have the kind of yeah. the stable, solid life that God has for you. And so that's really what it's about. No, I, I love that. I, I think, I think what 2020 has taught us and going into this year and still navigating some of the craziness that's, that's coming along with it, it, it has really highlighted the importance of mental health. You know, we, we've seen our society really struggle. You know, we, we deal with a lot of military people and, and our military have been on like extreme lockdown, even more than normal society because of, of the quarters that they have to stay in and, and they don't want to be the branch of the military that's like, oh, COVID just went on a rampage through the Navy in San Diego. So we're seeing them deal with these really, really heavy mental burdens. And what's happened from it is we've seen it, it bring up old things that hadn't ever been dealt with, like old things that are, are resurfacing. And, you know, from what we walked through this past year with, with my dad passing and, and all of that, we've, we've gotten this new awareness of, of how important mental health actually is and, and the role that it plays in every aspect of our life. So I think that's so true. You guys definitely should pick up the book and, and 
understand that I love how you how you said it like God offers us this incredible life like it's more than just hey I'm trying to help rescue your eternity like he wants our life here on earth while we're here to to matter and to be something He, he promises that his his yoke is easy and it's like well nothing in life feels easy but when we connect to him when we we understand the total health that he wants to bring to us it does create this peace this hope this energy that comes from knowing that we're we're experiencing the totality of what he wants to do in our life so i I think that's so good that's so good one other group that i i I think we miss so many times when we talk about relationship stuff is single people we we talk about marriages and we talk about kids but i'd love for you to, to just take a minute here and speak to our listeners who are young and they're single and they're dating and they're told well hey we're supposed to do things this certain way and but the church says something completely different and the Bible says something different. What would be your advice to single men and women who are navigating uh, this season and trying to be intentional also in their sex life and understanding, well, okay, the Bible says not to until we're married. So what am I supposed to do in the meantime? Man, that is a great question. You know, we, we just, uh, did an interview with some friends who um, have a, a young adults podcast that I'd recommend. And their names are Josiah and his wife, Micah Keenally. It's K-E-N-N-E-A-L-Y. And their young adults podcast, you know, is so geared toward this. And they asked some of these same questions. Um, but first off, number one, like know that you're not incomplete because you're single. Uh, don't buy the myth that you've got to find that, in, that person to complete you but Jesus is the one who completes us. Like whether we're single or whether we're married, like our ultimate wholeness comes from him. And then in that wholeness, yes, if God leads you to a spouse, there's a oneness that, that comes along with you right. and your spouse, but it's, it's not a wholeness in terms of, I wasn't complete before because Christ is the one who makes us complete. And so when two people find their completeness in Christ, then yeah, the oneness they can have in marriage is something amazing but your life as a single person who is whole in Christ is amazing too. You know, some of the great heroes of the Bible lived long or their whole life in singleness and they were able to do so much because of that singleness. And so it's not a, it's not a a curse. I mean, in this season that you're in, God's wanting to do something. It's not a holding pattern. You're not just waiting for life to start when you find that person. Because if you have that mentality that I'm just, my life doesn't start until I find that person then you're going to end up probably making a lot of compromises to find that person. Yeah. And then maybe find somebody that wasn't right for you in the first place, you know, that doesn't love Jesus as much the same way that you do. They're not as committed and making compromises sexually and, uh, and otherwise. And, and God just wants to protect you from that. Everything God tells yeah. us to do, it's for our good. It's for our protection. Yeah. And, and so I, I know that in a world that's like obsessed with, with sex, it, it probably feels really difficult to, to live a life of, of celibacy. Um, but it's, it's so worth that weight. You know, it's so yeah. worth it to say, Lord, I don't want to take on all this baggage. And even if you've, right. you've made those mistakes in the past, um, you know, Jesus is there to forgive and embrace his grace. And it, it, it doesn't, you know, mark you as some like, Sure. person but you can start right now and say i don't want to keep living that way like i'm going to come right, right. right now 
that, you know, that, that those, those decisions were wrong and I, I'm going to receive the forgiveness that Jesus offers for that and moving forward in faith that I'm going to live out my faith, um, not making those same decisions and I'm going to save myself from this moment forward until I enter into that marriage covenant. And I just, I feel like God will so honor that. And so yeah, don't feel yeah. like just because I've made these, these maybe poor decisions in the past that that's just who I am and that's what all my relationships are going to look like. No, you can start right now and, and God will do so much with that commitment to start right now and, and make a better path going forward. I mean, I mean I, I, we talked about this before, you know, the power that can come from, hey, on your wedding day or the, the days leading up that you're able to tell your spouse, hey, yes, I did make these mistakes. I did have, here, here's my list of people. But six months ago, a year ago, two years ago, I made the decision that waiting for you was worth whatever pain and, and however hard that was going to be. Like, imagine the power that that speaks to your husband or wife that, yeah, I did make these mistakes, but I realized that I have an opportunity to, from this point forward. So I, I love how you said that because it's, it is so incredibly, incredibly true. It's just a, a beautiful piece of your story if you choose to, uh, to lean into that. So one of the last things uh, that I wanted to, to talk with you about is that, you know, I think, I think all of us and, and you and I got to see each other on uh, New Year's Day, uh, yeah, randomly on the East year. Coast. We started the year at a random Waffle House because everything else was all right. Out. I've been talking but, about health, but I'm, I'm showing that I'm a hypocrite, man. I, I love some <laughs> Waffle House. <laughs> Now, I, I can honestly say that was the first time I was in a Waffle House in many, many years. <laughs> uh, but I, trust me, I eat a whole lot of other garbage. Um, but we were just talking about what what pressure this year, that the eight, last 18 months that we've been through, the pressure it's put on relationships, what it's put on people, um, between racial injustices and you know, COVID and the election season. And it's just, it's been chaos, right? And, and yeah. so I would just, what, what I'd love for you to just speak to in, in the last couple minutes here is just how we can, as a whole, as couples, as followers of Jesus, whether we're in a relationship or not, outside of, of just intentional sex, like what, what are some of the things that you're really championing right now to, for people to really lean into when it comes to their relationship with the Lord and making a difference in, in what's happening in, in our society and in our homes? Well, I think that word intentionality just, just comes, comes back into play. And I think, you know, make your home a safe haven. You can't control yeah. everything that's, that's happening out there in the world. And it's not your job to fix everything that's happening out in the world. But what you can do is you can make your home um, like just an extension of that kingdom of God where peace is going to reign, right? It's like, we're not, we're not perfect, but the Prince of Peace who is perfect, he's going to be the king of this house. And so if we start feeling like that peace is disappearing, then we're going to chase out whatever's causing it. And maybe that means yeah. we're not going to watch the news as much, right? We're going right. to just pull the plug on, on binging, you know, all the world's bad news, or we're, we're going to log off, you know, social media more often if, if that's creating, you know, stress and we're going to create safe spaces where, you know, conversation can happen, you know, and there aren't always screens in front of us. And yeah, you know, I'm not great at this. I'm not like preaching at you like 
I've got this figured out because this is a constant struggle in our home of trying yeah. to figure out what that looks like. But those are the things we're trying to do is, is say, what does it look like for this home to be the safest place on earth for everybody that lives here? And, and, yeah. and even for those who visit here, right? That they, they can just sense like, man, I just feel at, at peace when I'm there. Right. And say, Jesus, make our home that kind of place so that we can, we can connect with you better and we can recharge to go back out into that crazy world and really be a light for you. It's so good. That's so good. I think it's such a, a great place for us to wrap up. There's one last thing I was listening to the podcast um, a couple weeks ago, and there was something that you were um, sharing about uh, finding someone, a, a Christian counselor. And uh, I just thought it was amazing. You guys found this, a, a great partnership. I know for um, for my family, you know, after the passing of my dad, we, we decided that it was going to be important for us to, to find someone. And we found an incredible lady who's been uh, extremely beneficial for us. And, and I love that you're a part of the conversation that's removing the stigma that, oh, well, only really jacked up people go to counselors and, and only people who are like, you know, in horrible places. No, like, there's so much power and so much uh, benefit that's there. And, and again, as we've seen, the importance of mental health is so powerful. So I'd love, um, as we get ready to pray, would you share that information, that partner that you have, um, so that, that we can have more people have access to that and have access to good Christian counseling wherever they are? Absolutely. And I, I appreciate what you're doing to just shine the light on on counseling and help remove any stigma because there's it's not a sign of weakness it's really a sign of, of, right. of wisdom uh yeah. the bible says there's wisdom in seeking a multitude of counselors right and yeah. when we're willing to sit down with someone and be real and, and process what we're going through and allow them uh through scripture you know to i think christian counseling is, is so important to speak into our life it's god he honors that. And it's, it's a, it's a way to find healing and it's a way to, to kind of pull ourselves out of our own mental ruts and to, like the Bible says, renew our mind and, yeah. and get to a better place. So yeah, you know, if you've got, if you're in your, right in your area, find somebody that's great. But if you want a good online option, um, we've partnered with faithful counseling, which is an, an online based Christian counseling service connecting you to, to online Christian counselor who can meet with you just, just like this, just like Danny and yeah. I are talking now. Um, you can go to this site and, you know, they have a, a discounted rate for, um, for those who listen to our podcast. So the whole site is getfaithful.com slash naked marriage, naked marriage, all one word. Um, and they will, they'll connect you to somebody who can, who can help you with whatever you're going through. And we'll put that in the comments for you guys as well, so that you, you're able to just kind of click on that and, and go straight to that. But Dave, thank you so much, man. Uh, conversation was so good. I'd love for you, if you would, if you would just uh, close us out in prayer, pray over the, the marriages and the relationship over our single people, over <laughs> everybody today, uh, as we wrap up, I'd love for you to be able to do that for our church. Absolutely. Let's pray. Father, first off, I thank you for my dear friend, Danny. I'm just honored to know him and, uh, and just his heart for you, his heart for his family and for his church. It, he inspires me. He's the real deal. And I just pray you would bless and protect uh, him and Lauren as they lead their family and as they lead this wonderful church that you would just continue to guide their steps, their marriage and their home. 
um, continue to kind of guard their hearts as, along with Danny's mom as they continue to, to grieve just uh, the, the unimaginable loss they've suffered um, with Bud's passing this year. And we just pray you'd continue to carry him through that. And I pray, God, for all those who are watching right now, that whatever they're facing, that you would give them hope and strength and that you would guide them into a closer walk with you. We thank you, Lord, for the healing and the hope that only you can provide. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope that you enjoyed the message today. We would love to be able to partner with you on your faith journey. Regardless of where you're at or what you're walking through, know that your friends at City Hills Church are here for you. If you would like for us to pray for you, click the contact button on the top of the homepage and share your request with us. Our prayer team will keep you and your family in prayer every week. We hope you have an incredible day and that you discover a little more purpose throughout your week. We look forward to seeing you soon.